The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to a special edition of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. If you want to get your interest on the show, head to the dogspodcast.com, tap Lee voicemail on the drop down menu. We have a very special guest today, Rich Dotson from the Dynasty Nerds Podcast, is going to be joining us. Before we get to him, though, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google, pretty much anywhere where you uh, you listen to podcasts. If you prefer to just listen and not just watch. Uh, lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member. We've got fantasy leagues filling up quickly. We need seven more people as of this recording. Um, the day this comes out is actually the deadline. So if you haven't signed up yet, get in there because this, ep- this episode, this talk with Rich is it's all about fantasy football. So get in now because drafts are coming soon. Yep. We're going to have to start doing the draft soon. Right now we're, we're trying to get to four 12 team league. So we need seven more people to get to that. So if you're not in yet and you're listening to this and you want to play fantasy football with us, make sure you hop in that dog pack and join. You get access to the after hours episode, access to the private discord. Plus you just get to hang out with us and a bunch of other Browns fans from all over the world. So if that's what you're into, you want to hang out with us more, you want to play some fantasy football, join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member. And real quick, before we dive into our talk with Rich Dotson, we have an unbeatable NFL preseason offer for all of you Browns fans in Ohio from Caesars Sportsbook. New customers get their first bet insured up to $1,250 by using our code DOGSFULL, all one word, when you sign up. Not only is your first bet completely insured, but you will also be directly supporting our podcast. And we appreciate that. So if you haven't already joined the Caesars Sportsbook community, now is the perfect time to make your move. Football is right around the corner real football just remember to enter our code dogs fold during sign up and place that first bet this offer is only available for new customers who are 21 years and older and physically present in ohio please gamble responsibly if you or a loved one has a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER check the episode description for the full terms all right so like i mentioned in the open we had a special guest today here in the dogs podcast we are very excited to welcome rich dotson from the dynasty nerds podcast to the show rich it's awesome uh taking time out of your day to be here with us no, guys, it's absolutely a pleasure to be here. I'm really excited you guys are having me on. Anytime I have an opportunity to talk Cleveland Browns football, I won't resist. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I, anytime, anywhere, I'm always open to talk Browns. So before we get started, you can find uh, the Dynasty Nerds on Twitter. You can find them on YouTube. Anywhere else people should be looking for you guys? 
Yeah, I mean, just on Twitter, on YouTube, anywhere you find our Dinosaurs podcast, um, anywhere you can find a podcast, you know, we, we feel very good about that. So, yeah, I mean, we're we're out there. You look up Dinosaurs and you'll find us all over. We awesome. do a podcast every week. It's not Brown-centric, but I, I make sure I do a plug. When Baker is our quarterback, I, I think I plug Baker every single week on the <laughs> you podcast. Did. You definitely um, did. I love for him. <laughs> I, I will say, I'll vouch real quick, I've been listening to your podcast for a couple of years now, actually, and every time you mention the Browns, I'm like, I, I should reach out to them and see if he wants to come on the show and talk some Browns football. Um, your show, is, it's, it's super fun. It's funny. You guys are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually in the nerd herd, too. So, I mean, oh, appreciate it, man. Yeah. It, it, it's, 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 it's the a best cool spot to go if you want to play Dynasty Fantasy Football. Yep. Uh, so, obviously, you're big into to Dynasty, Ian, like you just said, huge Browns fan. So, we kind of want to get your thoughts on some of the Browns players this year that you think guys should be looking at fantasy-wise. Um, so, Obviously, where, where would you a guy like Deshaun Watson? I, I know people have questions about him. Is he uh where would you put him as an option for your quarterback this year? Uh, I look at him as one of the best values in fantasy football at the quarterback position this year because he brings not only does he bring the arm talent to get it done and actually how he has enough weapons around him. This is gonna be the best cast that Deshaun Watson's ever had. You know, when you go back to where the last time he played, but when you go all about the twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, whatever it was, I mean he's throwing a guy's Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller. Not a lot of really great options out there. Brandon Cook's a very talented receiver. Uh, don't get me wrong, but he's no Amari Cooper. Um, Will Fuller's a go-route guy, but he's no Elijah Moore. They don't have a David Njoku. And he led the NFL in, in passing yards that, that year. But when it comes to fantasy football, it's not just about throwing the football. If you can find a quarterback that can actually rush the ball as well, then that's where the real juice comes in. Those are the guys, like even the, the Daniel Jones out there, of the world's, they're going to come a top eight fantasy football quarterback. And Deshaun Watson, with that offensive line, with Nick Chubb and the weapons at his disposal, has a chance to finish as a top three overall fantasy football quarterback. We're talking last year, even knocking a rust off, he averaged 29.2 yards per game rushing last year. So he brings that mobility to the game, his athleticism, and that's fantasy football gold. For me, Deshaun Watson and all my all my best ball drafts and whatnot has been the number one quarterback that I've been targeting and not just out of homers, out of, of being a homer, but strictly because I do believe he could go back and be one of those top-end fantasy football quarterbacks. Because even with Daniel Jones, who's a fantastic rusher, you know he had 700 yards rushing last year. That is something that Deshaun Watson is capable of doing. Do I think he will get 700 yards? Probably not, but anytime you get over 400 and you get close to that 500-yard mark, now you become an even higher top-end fantasy football quarterback. What a... I don't know if you know this off the top of your head. Where are you seeing him go in a lot of drafts? What round? Uh, it, it really varies. So I haven't done any redraft, like regular fantasy drafts so far this year. I've just been doing like best ball drafts. All my uh, regular drafts are going to come up here in the next couple of weeks. But he's he's going right around like the seventh quarterback off the board. You know, it's it's kind of hard not to real like you don't realize most people don't realize his rushing ability, and people are really starting to come along and seeing the weapons the Browns do have, and they're. It, it's getting a little bit more clear about what Deshaun Watson used to be able to do. Uh, he's had some good practices. I know some of the media is saying that he's looked rough, but he's had some really nice balls in practice so far, and even against Philly, that make me feel pretty good about him coming back to the old Deshaun Watson. You're talking about a quarterback that has succeeded at every level he's ever played, from high school to college. You know, if you go back to Clemson, like he dominated at Clemson, like. He 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 really took him to the next level. He he almost beat Alabama, and then he beat Alabama. That's how he, good he was. And then going to Houston with such a bad football team and such a bad organization, you know, he wasn't able to get the wins, but he was able to get the stats. So 
You're talking about a premier quarterback here. And if you go back from a, if I speak on a dynasty uh, point of view, if you go back before he actually sat out, he was going and he was probably one of the top five fantasy football quarterbacks you were selected to be your quarterback for the long term. That's awesome. That's what I like to hear. Uh, I'm going to try to steal him in all my drafts. No, I'm just checking. <laughs> uh, any, um, go ahead, any, anything from you guys? I, I mean, steal on the questions. Deshaun Watson thing real quick. I mean, I agree with you on the best ball. I've done a lot of best ball drafts too. And Deshaun Watson's like my highest exposure quarterback because he's just, he goes so late and I know he can finish a lot higher than, than where they have him. So for people who are, are new to fantasy football or maybe haven't played, what's a best ball? So best ball is where you draft once, you draft your your team one time, and then the system just puts the best, the highest scoring players in each position to fill out your roster throughout the whole year. You don't set lineups, you don't do waiver really? wires, trades, nothing. Really? Yep. That's that's intriguing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's a, it's a ton of fun, it best is. ball. I mean, it's, it's really growing in this market. Uh, we have a really good relationship right now. If any of your listeners are listening, uh, we have a partnership with Underdog. It's a, it's the number one best ball site out there. You go out there and download the app. And if you actually use our promo code, NERDS, um, they're going to match your deposit up to $100. And on top of that, we're going to give you a free year membership to Dynasty Nerds. So like, if you're interested in Dynasty Fantasy Football and you want to check it out, not, can you go out, not only can you go out there and draft some best ball teams, have a really good time drafting football teams, see how it pans out and win some money, but you can also get a free year subscription to Dynasty Nerds and kind of check out what we have to offer as well and see if that's a game that you want to play. Awesome. So make sure you guys check that out if you're looking to play some fantasy football. Try out maybe something a little bit new. I've never done a best ball, so I'm going to have to to check it out. Um, I think a Browns player that in years past is maybe gone not as high as what his talent is because he's splitting so many carries with Kareem Hunt. It's almost looking like this year Nick Chubb might be more of a, a premier back. What, what do you kind of see in, line, in terms for Nick Chubb this year fantasy-wise? So Nip Chubb has been a premier back literally since uh, he stopped putting the field. I know, you know, we go back to those, we had the three carries for like 100 yards, and two touchdowns back then. But since then, he has gone relatively, you know, second, third round in fantasy football drafts. Last year, he finished as running back six overall in fantasy football PBR leagues and 13, um, uh, or was it six and, yeah, six and 13. But this year, Nick Chubb is in line to potentially be the number one overall fantasy football running back. That That's how talented he is, one of the best pure runners in the game. And he's somebody who's averaged over 16 points per game uh, in PPR. You know, like I said, in 2022, he was averaging 16.6. In 2021, where he was running back 13, he averaged 15.4. And that was with Kareem Hunt there. I mean, they were literally taking him out for an entire series or taking him on third down. Wasn't really involved in a passing game, but we've been able to see him do it. He's been averaging under three catches per game his entire career, except for the one year that Todd Munkin was here as our offensive coordinator. He was averaging 3.1 catches per game. And that's a, that's not a great average, but it's a nice average. And if you look at Nick Chubb's points per game basis last year in face football, if you can give him just a, if he just does exactly what he does last year, but you give him a slight uptick in a passing game, say two to three more points, that is enough to propel him to be the number one overall fantasy football running back in all the NFL. He's one that we talked about Deshaun Watson as great value. Nick Trubb is tremendous value because honestly, nobody's taking him over Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, or even uh, probably B. John Robinson, a rookie. But that's where, like right after that is where Nick Chubb can go because the only question is how involved will he be in a passing game? For me personally, I think it's going to be pretty involved because let's look at the facts. There's not a lot of other options out there right now. Jerome Ford's not even past, uh, practicing. 
Demetrius Felton is capable, but we saw Nick Chubb last year come out and he was used the, you know, he put up the best numbers he ever had. He had career highs in carries, 302. His rushing yards is 1525, career highs. Yards from scrimmage, 1764, career highs. Touchdowns, 13, career highs. Were we all being Cleveland kind of like, oh, we need to use Chubb more. We need to use him more. And they'd be kind of like sitting back on him. This is it. You know, he's he's 28. There's no more sitting back on Nick Chubb. You take the cat, you shake that Coke bottle, you take that lid off, and you just watch <laughs> it and have a good time because it's going to explode. And that's where Nick Chubb is this year. And he's he's that good. And in, in best ball drafts right now, you're seeing him go top eight overall, which is pretty high praise and a lot of confidence. And it should be. With that offensive line, with those weapons around him, Nick Chubb is probably honestly one of the most safe running backs you can get because he, he's barely ever injured, takes really good care of his body. He's a fantastic runner, uh, some of the best feet out there, so he doesn't take those pound-in hits. So Nick Chubb, the safest going to be potentially number one overall fantasy football running back. That's what I like to hear. That's awesome. Yeah. I love all that. Um, I wanted to ask you, man, so going into this year, Elijah Moore I don't think was really like a hot ticket. I, just seeing what the Browns are doing as far as like how they're utilizing him as far as just through training camp and just a little bit of game – where would like where are you tra- taking Elijah Moore? And then we talked last week about Amari Cooper. Is there any world where you could see Elijah Moore outpointing Amari Cooper this year? Yeah, hundred okay. uh, percent. I am a I'm Elijah Moore truther. If you listen to my podcast, you know I'm an Elijah Moore mm-hmm. truther, and that goes back to when he was coming out in yeah. 2021 when he's coming out of Ole Miss. I absolutely love Elijah Moore. And I was actually in the Dominican Republic uh, on spring break when we traded for him. I had a couple of drinks. When we made that trade, uh, to say that I was excited was an understatement. I was going around this resort, high-fiving people that didn't even speak English. Uh, excited about how excited I was that we got Elijah Moore. When you talk about Moore, and he had a really good stretch there at the back half of his rookie year with the Jets, but you're talking about a player that not only has speed, He's an excellent route runner, and he has some of the best hands. I mean, if you go back and watch some of his old Miss tape, he was his quarterback was just okay. He was catching balls all over, catching balls on the ground. I mean, kind of think of like Vlad Guerrero, where he could hit anything. That that was like Elijah Moore for his size. He he was bigger than his wingspan could catch everything. Fast, electric, great hands. So we've already seen how dynamic he could be for how the Browns have been using him in practice and these scrimmages, pull him out of the backfield. Uh, have him run out of the backfield, move it up left, out of the slot, outside. Like He's that capable of a wide receiver. I absolutely love the move. And having a guy Elijah, like Elijah Mitchell paired up with a guy like Amari Cooper, who's going to demand your number one quarterback because of how good of a route runner he is, I, that's where I see the path for Elijah Moore to out-surpass Amari Cooper when it comes to total statistics. Now, is that is it likely? Maybe not because Amari Cooper is so talented. Literally one of the best route runners in the NFL today. But Elijah Moore, without a doubt, is very capable of doing it. And the Browns paid. They gave up a second-round pick. I know they moved back to the third, too, and they was able to give him Cedric Tillman, another receiver I like a lot. But, you know, that's still a high price because the Jets were somewhat happy because they took him in the second round. You know, we don't see a lot of trades like that go around the NFL today where people are giving up second-round picks. We see we see it all the time like, oh, wow, fourth-round pick for that guy? That's mm-hmm. insane. That's how much these guys value the years on those rookie contracts. So Elijah Moore, to me, is a very good fantasy football option. 
I think the Browns are full of fantasy football go- options. Obviously, because every guy you ask me right now, I'm like, yeah, draft that guy too. <laughs> but you know, we know we know the Browns are going to throw the football a ton more this year than they have in the past. We're going to see a completely different offense. We're going to see a Cleveland Browns offense that we've never seen in our entire lives. So I'm very excited for a guy like Elijah Moore, who's locked in as a number two weapon in here. The rapport that him and Amar- uh, Deshaun Watson have already developed so far this offseason has already looked terrific. Just because he couldn't work with the Jets. That's fine because nothing worked with the Jets. These, I mean, not even last year. For the last thirty years, you know, nothing's worked <laughs> for the Jets. So, for me, this is a great pickup and a great asset, and I'm very excited for Browns, like the casual football fan, to find out how good Elijah Moore is in the NFL. Absolutely. I um, so I I've been stashing Donovan Peoples Jones on my bench in my dynasty league, uh, for a few years now. Is this the year? that the touchdowns to start add up because he, I mean, he's put up some yards last year and a little bit the year before, but the touchdowns, he's got like five in his career or something like that. It's, what is DPJ? Is he worth the stash? Do I keep, does he keep filling up a roster spot on my bench or is it time to cut ties? Yeah, he's a hundred percent worth the stash because you know, he's not going to be a Cleveland Brown next year. So where's he going to go? You know, he's, he's come along pretty well. Uh, he's developed, you know, we, we thought potentially he could get a thousand yards last year. Touchdowns are hard to predict, you know, on average on targets. Like if you're going to see, if you're going to see a hundred targets in a year, on average, you're going to score three to four touchdowns. That's the NFL average there. So he, could the touchdowns come? Of course, you know, the, he's a third option. You know, he's going to see the least amount of number one coverage out there, but he's a talented receiver. He's a big receiver, um, really fits, could be a possible number two, really fits really well. The Browns is number three, potentially number four option behind David and Joku. But yeah, he's a he's a great stash in dynasty because he won't be in the Browns next year, and we always get surprised in free agency with teams of need that throw out these contracts. And Donovan Peoples Jones could be one of those guys. Like, oh wow, Donovan Peoples Jones just signed a four year deal with the Carolina Panthers with twenty million guaranteed. He's making ten million dollars a year. That would not surprise me as well. So for dynasty, he's a great stash. Are you going are you going to be starting him this year? Probably not, unless you see an injury somewhere on the, on the line of the receiving core. Uh, but a great stash. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, Labor Day is right around the corner, and the experts at Omaha Steaks are inviting you to celebrate summer's last hurrah with 50% off site-wide during their Labor Day sale. Go to omahasteaks.com right now, enter code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, in the search bar to shop all of their exclusive Labor Day packages, like the Grillers Labor Day Feast. This package is the perfect sampling of everything that makes Omaha Steaks unforgettable. Plus, when you type code DOGS in the search bar, you will get eight free mouth-watering burgers and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with your order. You're going to want to hurry because this exclusive offer is only available for a limited time. Celebrate those last remaining summer cookouts with 50% off site-wide during the Omaha Steaks Labor Day sale. Remember, the only way to get this amazing deal is to head over to omahasteaks.com, enter code DOGS in the search bar, and get eight free Omaha Steak burgers and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with select packages, including that special Grillers Labor Day Feast. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It is the best damn steak of your life. That's omahasteaks.com. Keyword dogs in the search bar. See website for details.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Uh, so you you mentioned David and Joku then. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we I think he's kind of poised for a breakout year. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean he's coming off you know he's a, he coming off all career highs just like Nick Chubb career high forty four point nine yards per game which was eighth amongst all tight ends in the NFL last year. And he caught seventy two point five percent of his targets, which is a huge gain for Njoku, right? You know, and we all know he drops the easy ones, catches the tough ones, but. When David Njoku came out, first of all, he was super young. He was only 20 years old coming up in Miami, more of an athletic freak. We know that the tight end position develops slow, more slowly than any other position pretty much in the NFL. And the fact that he's got better every single year has shown me that, hey, we have something here. And last year, when he was coming out, his route running was better. His uh, He was 12th in the league in yards per r- route run at 1.57, so... He's put up career statistics last year for him. And if he can take another step forward this year, all that does is help not only the Cleveland Browns and David Njoku, but your fantasy football teams as well. Because when you play fantasy at tight end, after you get out of those top four guys, you're talking about a bunch of guys that are within like one point per game. And and David Njoku is probably at the top half of that, right? Like tight end number seven overall. But the difference between tight end seven overall and tight end four overall you're talking about like a point per game, right? It's not very much. Sometimes it'd be 0.5 points per game. That's how like narrow that margin is. But with his athleticism and his skill set, and now with, again, with more weapons around him, he's going to be a great red zone threat. He's going to be great in the seam, uh, dominate the middle of the field. So I'm excited about David Njoku as well. Thanks. I have Donovan Peoples-Jones, Elijah Moore, and David Njoku on my dynasty team. Yeah, you so do, I'm, and you just uh, threw on John Kelly too. Yeah, so I'm really, I'm really <laughs> excited for uh, this new wide open passing attack of the Browns. Uh, I was just going to see, does anybody have any more like fantasy specific questions before we kind of just talk Browns for a second? I kind of got a fantasy and Browns. Yeah, even though this good. this doesn't actually pertain to me, I'm in three leagues, maybe four. I don't know yet. It still doesn't pertain to me. But how do you think the Browns defense is going to be? For is, fantasy. Is there even still leagues with defenses? I'm uh, in one, oh. actually. Okay. Oh, no. I'm in one. <laughs> uh, I'm like 20. Yeah, I think it's going to be very, very good. Um, and I'm sure at some point you're going to ask me how the Browns are going to do this year. And uh, <laughs> I, the say I'm excited, I don't – the more I talk Browns, I don't even want to stand up. That's how excited I am about <laughs> this defense. Uh, you know, so where do you win in the NFL? When you look at the top four teams in that were in their conference finals last year, they all ranked in the top of the league at, on the line, the defensive line. So where you win in the NFL is at the line of scrimmage, the defensive line and offensive line. How many times did we see big runs on the Cleveland Browns because the middle of the defensive line was just dead? You know, David Klein was just okay. The fact that they bring in a guy like Zadarius Smith is unbelievable by Andrew Barry. That is... You could argue the Browns, I would argue that the Browns have the two best defensive end combo in the NFL. Zadarius Smith is probably in line. Now he just want a contract to put up career-high sack numbers in here. The fact they get Okanakwo as well, who has a ton of energy. They kind of mix in there, and then to put those three def- defensive ends on the field at the same time, they intermix them with Dalvin Tomlinson and Shelby Harris, who are both high-quality run-stopping defensive tackles. 
The Browns have one of the best defensive lines in the NFL. When you have one of the best defensive lines in the NFL, it makes everything easier on the defense. But the Browns already have a very good secondary, bringing Juan Thornhill in from Kansas City. Grant Telpit showed us last year that he took a big step forward. And then the three corners that we have, and Greg Newsom, Martin Emerson, and Denzel Ward, that's going to be a very, very tough defense for them to play. I think from a fantasy football aspect, I think they'll do very, very well, even though they are in the AFC, and the AFC's primed to put up big, you know, points everywhere, but that's everybody's facing the same thing. I think Miles Garrett, um, I already, I put money on The day we signed Darius Smith, I put money on Miles Garrett as the NFL sack leader. I put Miles Garrett as the NFL defensive player of the year because that felt like really good odds to me in money because to me, it doesn't get better than Miles Garrett when it comes to defensive end. And already in this early on, he's been dominating. And, and then here at Cleveland, we're like, well, he's dominating Jed Wills. He's just average. Well, he went to Philadelphia and dominated there as well too, and they have one of the best offensive lines in all the NFL. So I think that the I think that the the addition of Zadarius Smith is going to have the Cleveland Browns fan base begging Andrew Barry to find a way to sign him to another contract after this year. So I'm very excited about this event, the events, and it's the reason why I think the Browns had the potential to be uh, 2024 Super Bowl champions. Hey, Shoot your I, shot, bro. I think any, almost any other offseason in Browns history, or at least in my life, the signing of like a Dalvin Tomlinson, that would have been the Browns' big free agent signing of the year. Like that, that's where it would end. And he was, and then since him, it's been Juan Thornhill, Zadarius Smith, um, the D- Shelby Harris, like we just keep signing guys, and it's like, holy, who are we? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, the, the amount of talent we've added to this team, especially on the defensive side of the ball, is insane. And I'm right with you with Miles Garrett. I think I said a couple episodes ago, if ever, if he stays healthy this year, I think like the sack record is within reach for him this year. I see him going 20 plus potentially. That'd be that'd be a basin. I, I I would like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and we have a good secondary. And today's NFL, you got to throw the football ton. And I think. I personally think AJ Green is, if you had to argue, one of the best fourth cornerbacks yeah. you could probably get in the NFL. I mean, I think he really holds his own anytime he's got his number called for. So, love the Browns defense. Love, love getting Schwartz there, Jim Schwartz there oh. as well. He, he's a proven track record defensive coach. Um, the way he moves his defensive line, the way he he really utilizes that to dominate defenses. I'm very excited to see them play this year. I think the uh, I think the Browns' offense is one of the things that's going to help the Browns' defense a ton, especially especially even in terms of fantasy. I think we're going to be playing with the lead a lot, so teams are going to be forced to throw, which raises your chances to get sacks, forces quarterbacks into bad decisions late, so it increases your chances for takeaways. Um, I think the offense is going to help the Browns' defense a ton this year. Uh, so, John, anything else, Just or Josh? Um, yeah, you got any? I don't want to put you on the spot. Any ideas for most improved? Browns defensive player. Most improved. I would like I I would say uh, there's a couple options here, right? Like you could say I would hope it would be for me for my personal like just that I don't think this, but like Jeremiah Wusu Cormo mm-hmm. would be something I really would hope that would be yeah. the most improved. I think Denzel Ward could get a little bit better this year. Um but I would say if I had to pick one, like put your money on who who stats who becomes a bigger name this year. I put on Martin Emerson. He really yeah. showed us last year that he's a big, strong, physical cornerback and come in here and play with the best of them. Um, puts the Browns in a really good position with their defensive backfield to 
you know, money wise, by the time Denzel Ward's contracts run out, they have two other quarterbacks that are a little bit younger there if they want to to go that route. So I think from a most improved standpoint, I think on a name base wise, I think it'll be Martin Emerson Jr. Yeah, I mean, he, the way he locked down Mike Evans in that Buccaneers game last year was just impressive for a rookie. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll kind of wrap this up. We don't want to keep you too long. Justin, did you have one last thing you want to talk about? Yeah, I know you I don't know, about I don't that know if you want to hit a fantasy question real quick, just for fun, man. So I've been buying up tons of stock oh. of Calvin Ridley as much as I can. <laughs> yeah. So just tell me, am I a fool? Or do we think that I like I could see him being easily a top 25 receiver and especially if Trevor Lawrence continues to develop and get better. I mean, I thought Christian Kirk looked good out there and he was a slot guy that they basically put it at the one. So just talk to me. I love Calvin Ridley. I've been getting as much as I can. So, yeah, Christian Kirk finished as wide receiver one uh, last year. So absolutely. Calvin Ridley, one of the most dynamic route runners in the league, yeah. uh, not coming off injury, just coming off of suspension. That Jaguars offense took a big step forward last year. Trevor Lawrence, the second half of the year, really started to dominate there. They came in and played really, really well, taking the Jags to the playoffs. Uh, Calvin Ridley, really good hands. A little bit older now, like 20-year age, mm-hmm. but before he had that like break in Atlanta, he was one of the premier up-and-coming receivers in the NFL. Like Premier, his yep. route running, his hands, he's electric. So him paired up with Trevor Lawrence and have – a guy like Zay Jones and Christian Kirk to kind of take away that away from you. And you got Evan Ingram at tight end and two really good running backs. So they drafted Tank Bigsby and Avis Travis CTN. I think Calvin Ridley, you said top 25. I mm-hmm. would say if he's healthy, that's lock. Like lock yeah, that in. That's easy. almost a guaranteed. Yeah. The real question is, can, does he have the ability to finish as a wide receiver one? Mm-hmm. And it's hard because there's only 12 of them, right? So right. like, who do you take out to put Calvin Ridley? And that's always the toughest question. People are like, this guy's a fantasy wide receiver one. Like, okay, well, who is he replacing? Mm-hmm. Because there's you know you, you you got Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Kill, Garrett Wilson, AJ Brown. Like there's a lot of good receivers right, yeah. out there in the NFL. So Calvin really has the talent to do so. It's it's will he do it? But even if he doesn't, to me he's like safe. Like he's he's almost locked in top eighteen safe for me because I think he'll will be the number one uh, receiver in Jacksonville. And you're right because Kirsten Kirk kind of balled out there. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Zay Jones yeah, balled yeah. out there too. I, yeah. Another player yeah, uh, uh, I kind of liked as well. So, you know, it really comes down to touchdowns and Trevor Lawrence is good enough to take him to another level. He'll be the best. Even when he was playing with Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan wasn't on the level that Trevor Lawrence probably will be on this year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he's been pretty solid. Thanks, brother. Awesome. Well, hey, man, we don't want to take up too much of your uh, your Wednesday evening. We appreciate you jumping on here, um, coming on after, uh, what was it your son's football game? Yeah, I was still at a football game, but I was. It, it's, it, it, that went well. It, it, again, you're not taking my time. We're talking Browns football. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having a good time. I feel no way uh, that I'm, I, I'm wasting my time. Here. Well, I'm excited. Fun. Like, I'm excited because the season's right around the corner. Yeah. Yes. And I'm excited. I've. To be fair, I'm excited every year, right? Like every year, I'm excited. I'm the kind of guy like you're like, hey, why are the how are the Browns going to win? And how are they going to go far? I have a I have a path, man. Like I have a path every single year. <laughs> but I told my sons like it's funny you're talking. You mentioned this football game. I just wait to the game. Um, before that, we were talking in the car. I was like, guys, we're just a couple of weeks away from the Cincinnati game, and I was like, this this will probably be the best team that I've ever seen. And my one son was like, you said that two years ago, um, going into it when we first got Jadavian with Baker, because I did believe in Baker a ton. Um, I was like, yeah, I know. But like before I was hoping Baker would take a step, like I'm confident in Sean Watson taking a step. And with this defense, I was like, this would be the best defense that you boys have ever seen. Yes. It could be the best defense I've ever seen. And then, and like I told you earlier, that defensive line 
is where is how you win championships. And when you talk about the Browns and you want to mention the word championship, and other anybody outside of Cleveland might laugh. They can they can laugh themselves all the way into their losses. That's fine with me. <laughs> but when you look at the AFC and you look at the Super Bowl, where does it start? Can you beat the Kansas City Chiefs? And then it goes, can you beat the Bengals? Can you beat the Bills? And there's a lot of Chargers. We mentioned the Jaguars. The Browns are in position to do all of that. Now, I'm not going to be some homers here, but the Browns are winning the Super Bowl. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this matter-of-factly. This Cleveland Browns team, if it can stay healthy, just like any other NFL team, has the personnel to 100% win the Super Bowl this year. And that, for me... It gets me extremely excited to go watch this team. I can't wait to see them come out and play Cincinnati. We have a really good track record verse so yep. far. It's at home, right? The place is going to be absolutely electric yep. this year. They have a home uh, opener, which we never have. Like, literally, since 1999, we've had, like, what, two home openers? Uh, so, for me, the place is going to be absolutely electric. Joe Burrow hasn't been able to practice now and going on almost pretty much a month. The Browns are going to be in a really good position to start the week, the week off hot. And listen, some people are like, oh, you're playing the division opponents early. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Those are when you want to play those kind of teams. Right. We just saw, first of all, we just saw Marlon Humphrey go down for a month for the Baltimore Ravens. Saw that. That's terrific. But the NFL, with the way now they have these training camps and practices, like a lot of these teams are rusty because they don't just practice like they used to. So when you're coming out, like you're coming out a little rusty, the, the, the playing field's way more even on early. So for us to get down early and tack these division opponents, if we can gobble up those wins early, we're going to be great position to win our division. Our schedule only gets easier on the second half of the year, and the Browns can stay healthy. They have a chance to have the number one seed in the AFC this year to kind of carry them through that playoff seat, uh, year. I'm extremely excited. And uh, if I had to, if I had to pick one team to win the Super Bowl outside the Chiefs, I'm picking my own Cleveland Browns. I love, I all love this. it, man. I love all of it, man. I, I love all of it. Passed out because all the blood rushed out of my head. <laughs> Nobody's standing up yeah. from this table. All right. Uh, well, hey, I don't think I, I can't think of a higher note to end an episode on than uh, potential Browns Super Bowl winning parade. the Super Bowl. Parade. Yeah. Uh, so I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Once again, we appreciate you taking time being here with us. We're definitely gonna have to have you back on again. This was awesome. Again, if you want to check out the Dynasty Nerds, you can find them on Twitter, YouTube, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Check them out. Uh, Awesome show. Again, thank you for being here. Absolutely, guys. Anytime you want to talk Browns, I'm always available. Awesome, man. We appreciate it. You have a good night. Thanks, guys. Once again, we want to thank Rich from the Dynasty Nerds podcast for joining us. That was awesome. Got a ton of good insight on Browns fantasy, what he thinks of the Browns team. I mean, he said he said the SB word. He sure did. A couple times. Yeah, Yeah, it got me all excited. So uh, it was awesome having him on here. Again, if you haven't checked out the Dynasty Nerds podcast, make sure you do so. It's an awesome show. You get a ton of good information uh, in terms of fantasy football, and we know a lot of you guys are playing fantasy football out there. So again, thank you, Rich, for joining us. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. Say goodbye 
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.